It's a big day in Alberta, a stage two reopening underway. A lot of those public health restrictions are, are being lifted today. Not all of them, but a lot of them with stage two. Uh, so entertainment venues, including movie theaters, casinos, museums, allowed to reopen. This is at one-third capacity. Uh, restaurants can now seat diners inside rather than just on patios and up to six people per table and no longer restrictions on having to be within your household or your, or your cohort. So that's a big difference. You can have some private social gatherings outdoors, up to 20 people. Um, youth and adult sports starting to open up. And so there's a lot of uh, businesses and organizations uh, surrounding that that will be busier. The work from home order is lifted, though it is still recommended if possible for now. So, uh, you know, it's really big for a lot of individuals in the community. What about for the business community? Finally, a hope of maybe getting back to work, back to business fully. Annie Dormuth is the Director of Alberta Provincial Affairs with the Canadian Federation of Independent Business and a fairly regular guest here on 6.30 Jed Mornings joining us one more time. Hello, Annie. How are you? Hi, Daryl. How are you doing? I'm doing pretty well. I'm trying to hold on to that optimism and grab on <laughs> to, the, to the bright light that is finally there that we've been told about and promised for so long. How are you feeling about this today uh, for Alberta? Well, definitely this is a big step in the province's reopening uh, plan. I do have to say this is a big move for especially those in the arts, recreation, entertainment, and especially fitness industries. Um, you know, I, last week, actually, ahead of, ahead of today, I did, I did a rough calculation. And, you know, it's really shocking when you say that, you know, these businesses have only been open for 150 days since March 17th of, uh, of 2020. And even those 150 days were under strict restrictions so I know today cannot come soon enough for many of these business owners but I still describe everything as cautious optimism there's still a lot of uncertainty weighing on small businesses uh, we're starting to see concerns about consumer confidence creep up more and more here especially under those industries such as the ones I just mentioned that have been pretty much under lockdown yeah. for, for 450 days here and uh, and now they're now they're going to be welcoming customers back Back and and you know that's going to be a bit of a challenge for them. Um, you know, governments across Canada and even the world for more than a year have said you know majority of these events and and kind of activities have been unsafe. So uh, we're going to be carefully watching that as we go through the reopening plan, just monitoring if consumer confidence is coming back to these businesses. Uh, but definitely a good day for for many small businesses out there. And just to clarify, the consumer confidence uh, is not necessarily in the businesses themselves. It's on the environment or the, the the situation and whether people are feeling comfortable going out and supporting these businesses in person with other people again. And that's exactly it. Um, you know, I think we're already starting to see it, see it creep into Alberta. Um, it's great that 70% of Alberta's small businesses claim that they are fully open. However, only 30% are making normal sales for this time of year. That is still a really low number, considering that we're nearly at one in seven businesses fully open. Um, again, it's, it's going to be, you know, I think a bit of a slower process as we go through the reopening plan. Um, but this is definitely, you know, a good start it's good news to many small businesses um and hopefully you know this is the last reopening plan that we see i know that's been uh, mentioned many times especially in the fitness and the, again our recreation industry is saying you know this is not the first one we have seen so um a lot of business owners are, are again are, are out there they're, they're excited to welcome you back i i encourage everyone if, if you're if you're having an ease about attending these types of activities you know have that conversation with 
your local gym owner. Um, you know, this isn't fully open right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, for example, the fitness industry is still doing the three meters distancing, um, making, you know, hand sanitizing is still very much a part of their operations. So it's not like they're completely back to pre-pandemic operations. So if you're having those kind of uncertainties or, or concerns, have that conversation with, with these businesses. I, I know that they're taking every every precaution and still following some pretty strict uh, health guidelines and they are ready to welcome you back safely i know that there was there was a lot of talk say a month ago a month and a half ago maybe even two months ago that that once we got through this that there was there maybe it was just optimism speaking i don't know if there were any actual sort of metrics to, to follow up by but expecting that there'd be a virtual boom sort of uh, mm-hmm. you know compared to, to to the flu epidemic of, of you know around 18 19 or whatever then you got into the roaring 20s people think well boom everything's just people People are going to be desperate to get back out. The economy will start rolling again. Is that just optimism or is there any reason to believe uh, statistically or through surveys or whatever that that could actually happen, that there will be sort of an explosion of activity because it doesn't sound like it right now. Yeah, you know, time will tell. Like I said, we, you know, the CFIB has been pretty front and center on monitoring, I would say, three, three key economic indicators for a small business. And again, that's not, the number of businesses fully opened, back to normal staffing, and back to making normal revenues. Um, you know, it's pretty dismal that still only 30% of small businesses are claiming normal revenues for this time of year, while 70% are saying that they are fully open. This really indicates that um, they still are not seeing you know customers return largely this could be some of the restrictions that are still in place so i think that this will be a story that will play out more in july and august but definitely something we are we are carefully monitoring you know it's also important to note that especially for some of these businesses you know i'm thinking specifically about the entire entertainment and even tourism industry there's usually you know a one to three month kind of lead time on planning events and actually getting revenues back um so this is still going to be a slow process for some of those hardest hit industries and when they can start to see back to normal revenues which i think would come closely in the fall but again you raise a really good point and it's something we are carefully watching already we're kind of seeing this uh, play out a little bit half of small businesses are worried about consumer confidence um there's still you know the average debt that small businesses have accumulated throughout this entire pandemic is a staggering two hundred forty thousand dollars you know, it, who knows when they can even pay that back. Some will say it'll take up to a couple of years. So th- this is all going to be, you know, kind of an uncertain reopening plan. Sure. And that is, yeah, and that is why it's really imperative that, you know, support programs are there for these business owners, especially those that are going to take the longest time to have their restrictions completely lifted, um, both even at the federal and provincial levels. Uh, and, and of course, we're just getting into stage two now. So, you know, mm-hmm. you're right. Maybe we have to wait a month to really see what the, the actual impact is. Wait till we get to that 70% of vaccinations here in Alberta and you can start the clock ticking on that full reopening of stage three mm-hmm. where there aren't the other restrictions. So we shall see. You know, the, the nature of what is the nature of the national business and its impact on Alberta because there are interconnections, right? We can't look at ourselves uh, just in, in isolation. Uh, in some cases, we have to wait for the rest of the country to open up for some businesses uh, to get their full, full, you know, format going again. We have to wait a little bit too, right? 
Yeah, and I think that that will especially be in the tourism industry, you know. I mean, Alberta is just home to to a massive tourism industry with our amazing parks. Summer is usually the busiest time um, for, of course, you know, the town of Banff, Camor, Jasper, you know, all across uh, the Canadian Rockies. So, again, a large, largely the tourism, I think, aspect does come, of course, from the federal government with regards to the quarantine rules, international travel, and, and things like that. So they may be, you know, again, one of those last ones to see, you know, a back to normal operation. But of course, uh, you know, all of Albertans, this this is your time to to explore Alberta's backyard. I'm for, I'm for one, and I'm usually out in the Rockies every single weekend. And I mean, there's so much to do there. I, I know Banff is is eagerly, you know, re- ready to welcome back people. They've done some renovations uh, to some of the streets out there, as well as they're doing once again the the closure of Banff Avenue and pedestrian only. So, you know, help support your own local tourism as well and, uh, and, and again, your own backyard this summer. And, uh, you know, one of the things you've lobbied throughout this pandemic is ensuring that there is financial support. You touched on it uh, uh, just a few moments ago. Uh, you continue to lobby for that, that, that this isn't over and you think there should still be some more. Although, you know, we've spent a lot of money already, but uh, it, it's important uh, in your mind uh, to keep going with some of that financial supports for businesses. Yeah, that's a, again. It's especially true across all levels of government. Um, the the federal government is set to kind of do its drawback of its uh, federal and rental, sorry, its wage and uh, rental subsidies come July first. That is far too early when when businesses again, um, you know, I've been thinking about the province of Ontario that are further along in their reopening plans. Uh, support is definitely going to be needed for small businesses, in my opinion, until we're at a full reopening of the economy. And uh, that might be coming, you know, closer to the end of August here. Uh, Here in Alberta, we were advocating for kind of a a circuit breaker grant during that kind of three-week closure in May there. Mm -hmm. We're now shifting that kind of ask to maybe looking at the province of providing a reopening or transition grant to the hardest-hit industries. Again, I'm thinking the fitness, arts, arts and recreation, and hospitality industries. These are also the businesses that are most worried about permanent closure. The average, you know, it's still pretty you know, worrisome that, you know, a quarter, 25% of Alberta small businesses are worried about permanently closing. That number jumps to around 70% for the entertainment, recreation, and fitness industries. Um, they face the longest time to fully reopen, and uh, they face the hardest, you know, restrictions and closures. And I think they might need additional help as they uh, regain consumer confidence and, again, have those restrictions fully removed. All right. Annie Dormuth, good talking to you today. Of course, it's great to be on the show as always. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance <laughs> recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.